Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Holland Ford. Hey, this is different. It is different. <laughs> good morning. Hey, yeah, good morning, everybody. And uh, hey, Darren, thanks for hanging out with us another hour. Got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about there, too. But uh, yeah. for those of you just tuning in, uh, yeah, I'm sitting in Hayes, Kansas, and we've got some new technology. We tested it out yesterday and it worked very well. And I was nervous, as you know what, this morning to make sure it was going to work again. But uh, hey, it's looking like it's working great. So, uh, uh, Josh, we should have done this a long time ago. It's uh, yeah, a long time coming, and uh, glad we're venturing into this. It gives us a lot of a lot of different opportunities for sure as well. So I guess if you're if you're listening or watching, uh, call in, uh, tell us, gives us a thumb up uh, on the chat or holler at us. Let us know uh, how it is on that end. So yeah, love to hear how you're seeing and how it. The other thing is it is how you're hearing our volumes. Are we sounding good and clear and all that good stuff? But sounds you're, like it is. But you're a little. Rusty. I don't know. Every me and Darren were. Oh, ah, really? Okay. <laughs> hey, Josh, you ever heard my horse and buggy story? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, just checking. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard it. So. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you have. Anyway, everybody, this is a call-in show. Three one six four six two three six seven three. Love to hear from you, Morning Delbert. Glad you're tuning in as always. Uh. Did you get your stickers? What I want to know for the, on your car. So uh, anyway, call in show 316-462-3673. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the automobile world, anything you want to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. And that call will come right in the front desk and uh, only show I know you get paid to call in on. And uh, as always, Josh, what's in that package valued at over 130 bucks. So we're going to send it out to you, but it's going to be uh, the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mel Hamilton Ford. While we're performing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on the vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components on the vehicle. Uh, again, just making sure that everything's safe and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us uh, at the big corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires so you get all the great benefits that uh, nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products uh, package, which consists of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil and then CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that thing geared up and uh, ready to go uh, for that next 5,000 miles of driving. So got a special guest with us uh, here today. So I'll introduce uh, Darren Colvert for uh, USD uh, 259 mm -hmm. and uh, Wichita South. Uh, he's the automotive instructor for down there. And so... Today, uh, I think we're going to have a show about, uh, about uh, you know, automotive or shop class or whatever you want to want to call it. Or if there was just a, a special teacher that played a role in uh, role in uh, your upbringing or life or if you've got a story to share on that. I know I've got one that I want to share. I'm guessing Phil's got one that he wants to share. And Darren, I don't nope. even have one. Nope. Not you me want to share it there so hey call in uh, 316-462-3673 and uh, let's let's hear from you about uh you know uh uh shop class incidents it doesn't have to be automotive specific but if it is that's great too i know mine is so yeah. uh darren thanks for hanging out with us Thank for you. the hour uh and joining us and then also we've got a little uh, friendly competition uh, coming up and we're going to talk a lot about that as well so yeah, fun. Darren, it's, it's really cool that what you're doing over there at the school and stuff, helping these young kids. Hey, I got to interrupt just for a minute, Josh. I don't want to touch anything on my computer and mess anything up, but okay. every time an email comes in or whatever, I got this little doo-doo. Are you uh -oh. hearing that? 
Uh, we are not. I okay, good. So Scared me to death. Checking out this new technology. Make sure because. Every time I get an email, it hits that on my computer, and I want to turn the volume down, but then I'm scared my volume's going to go down. We'll jack it up, so I don't want to mess with anything. But glad you're not hearing that. Okay, yeah, good. So, so far, not uh, not doing it. So, all right. So, still want to hear from people. Just put it in the chat. How do we sound? How do we look? All that good stuff. We're trying this new technology. Love to hear from you. But anyway, Darren, it's cool what you're doing over there at at uh, your school and teaching these young kids and stuff. And uh, we're going to get into also the Mel Hamilton Auto Spa, the open house there, and. Uh, I had a, at the open house over there, we had a, uh, uh, a young gentleman, 14 years old, come up and talk to me and guess what he wants to be a technician. Yep. And, uh, so I told him, I said, you know, you're doing this right. You're planning right now. You're getting, it's, it's the right time in your life. If that's what you want to do, you're planning, you need to get a plan. I said, if you'd love to sit down with us, we would get you a plan and everything else like that too, Darren. And I thought of you, uh, I don't know. I, I think he's in Andover school district is where he's at right now, but I don't know what it takes to get him to your class or whatever, but, uh, he's a 14 year old gentleman. That's what he wants to do. He wanted to work on cars and fix cars and, and, uh, went down memory lane with him a little bit there uh, Thursday night, uh, what I went through and all that kind of stuff too. So, uh, it's just excited how we partner together there. And I'm excited for this competition, uh, from that part too. So I'm going to let you guys kind of talk about the competition, what we're going to do and how it's going to work. So we uh, we went down and visited uh, both classes here this last week and kind of introduced what we're going to be doing and kind of laid down some rules. Of course, uh, we did a, a competition a little bit similar yep. last year with uh, with a tire mounting and balancing uh, and you know getting it getting it on the car and stuff like that. And that went over huge. I mean, I big. think it went over went over very well. Um, and, you know, for it being the first time around, you want to sit and think of everything and make sure that because I can guarantee you uh, people are going to find the loopholes or ask yep. that simple question that you're thinking, wow, we never even thought of that. And so, uh, um, you know, we decided uh, to go with the works competition just with that being the, the main service uh, that you know, every consumer is going to, going to have every vehicle needs, uh, at the 5,000 mile mark. And so, uh, we decided to go with the works competition, but then also with a multi-point inspection. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't know, uh, Darren laid down some ground rules in his class you've got, what about 21 students? I think you said just about, yeah, a little over 20 students and, and within those students, I opened it up to all of them. Now, all, not all of them are going to participate yep. as a competitor but um i did have i think 12 really yeah so i had to narrow those down yeah and and i made up a um points type of system within our own shop uh -huh. and said all right now um every one of our ford certifications are going to be worth some points so and, and of course um through ford motor company where we have some um certifications that that they can get online and, and take those certifications and and a lot of them have accumulated quite a bit so yeah between them and, and the partner that they're going to the tech a tech b partner they're going to do this with some of them accumulated quite a bit of points so just in that just in that piece portion of it um and then i opened up some other things so those that inspection that you were talking about um if they do one of those inspections in any car that comes into the to the bay or whatever car we have, they'll get some points for that. Um, looking up some specs on on our uh, online manual, there they can get some points for that. So there's there's quite a bit there that opens it up for every one of them. And I think we're getting narrowed down to the 
top four teams. Are you? Okay. Yeah, that's the that was kind of the plan is uh, we were going to take uh, take four teams. Um, but uh, we had spoke, you know, quite a bit uh, with the class just in regards to, you know, obviously the oil change is a very simple service um, and everybody thinks, uh, you know, uh, getting into this industry and stuff like uh, I'm above that or don't want to do that. But, you know, it's 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 so important uh, to uh, to the consumer that it's done properly. It's mm -hmm. done right. If they can't trust you for an oil change, I mean, Phil, you've said this mo on multiple occasions is if they can't trust you for the basics, uh, the, the basics of service, you know, they're not going to trust you for that, uh, heavier repair mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. And so we spent a lot of time, you know, talking about the multi-point and how important it is and the, and the value that it brings to a customer. Mm -hmm. Uh, and trying to emphasize that on these students of, of the importance of that multi-point inspection and, and what that does for a consumer and yep. thinking about it from the consumer side of it and not just the, the technician side of it and basically kind of going through and pimp, pencil whipping that inspection, yep. you know. Hey, guys, real quick, the other thing I've been sitting here as I'm listening to you thinking is, you know, there might be some listeners don't know what the works is. Yep. I think we ought to tell them, you know, what this project, you know, what that is. We know what it is because it's our terminology. And kind of the multi-point inspection, too. I think everybody kind of got an idea of what that is. But uh, I'm sure you guys have set up, some, like you said, Darren, you set up some ground rules and stuff like that, too. But I think we ought to tell everybody the, what is the works. You know what well, I'm saying? and so there's a lot of things that, that go in addition to it. And that's why we'll go over kind of some of the rules that we set as far as uh, – steps that if they aren't taken that it's going to increase their time overall or not but essentially the works uh is the the main things to the works is the oil change uh so changing the oil changing the filter and then uh the tire rotation but then in addition to that uh, so i'll just kind of go through the the uh rules that we have laid down there but essentially it'll be a timed event and then the fastest team will, will win and then, you know, so forth and so on based on time. Uh, the vehicle will start uh, racked uh, with the lift pads touching the, touching the bottom of the vehicle but not raised. Um, and then uh, the work to be completed is changing the oil, rotate the tires, and completing a multi-point inspection. Uh, there's going to be one minute added uh, to your time for each of the following steps that are missed. Um, and so we have, uh, to start out with the, look up the oil weight. So what weight of oil the vehicle takes, look up the oil quantity. So how much oil, uh, the capacity of the, of the engine and filter, uh, then look up the wheel torque specs. So those are all specifications, uh, that they're going to have to find on the, the software that they use uh, on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. in, in the automotive class. Uh, and the reason that we decided, you know, that this was important is because they need to know. They need to know where to go to find those things. Uh, it's not so much uh, that you know the answer, it's that you know to where to go to look the answer. And again, going back to, yeah, go ahead there, Phil. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say what... Uh... So they're not going to know what car it is until they get there. So we, uh, I went ahead and gave it to them. I went ahead and okay. told them exactly what you're making model of car they were okay. uh, going to okay. do. And so I told them it'd be, uh, cause I couldn't narrow it, you know, exactly down, but I told them it'd be anywhere from a 20 to a 22 Ford escape. 
Uh, now even in that realm, uh, there's a couple of engine options, uh, you know, to, to choose from, and then there would be a couple different wheels. So they're not going to know that specific information, but I did go ahead and give them that information just so they can be practicing where to go find that and, and know what to know, what to look, uh, look for on that side of it. So So we're going to make them torque the wheels too like they're supposed to correct? Yeah, so, uh we're we'll provide all the tools uh for everything so everything they'll need will be uh laid out uh and we are going to use the air impacts with the torque sticks but then there is going to be a final uh torque uh with an actual manual torque wrench got to hear the click uh you know uh from that the, side so not the drrr. <laughs> yeah not <laughs> not, not that uh <laughs> so uh yeah there'll be a, a torque wrench that'll be um you know provided as well um and then we've actually went ahead and just so they can uh practice and get familiar with the components and location i've taken a vehicle down to his class uh so that the class can uh you know uh, trying to give them all the advantages in the world and make sure that the people that want to go do this uh you know can be successful at it for sure um and so uh additionally along with those specs that they're going to have to look up uh we put on a couple of other things in there uh that are just maybe more so common mistakes that we see you know happen on a day-to-day basis and that is making sure that the oil change sticker is replaced uh, up in the wind, uh, windshield for the consumer because, uh, so the oil change sticker and then resetting the oil life monitor. Cause that's two things that we see on a day-to-day basis in this industry that, you know, we could do all the, the best, uh, have the best intentions, the greatest job in the world. And if a customer leaves here and there's not an oil change sticker up there or it's wrong or the date's wrong or an oil life monitor comes on, you know, a month or two down the road, what's the first thing that the customer thinks that you didn't, didn't get do? that oil change. Yeah. And if you didn't do yeah. that, what else did you not do? And so it's in the details and that's what we were trying to convey to the students as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and every so, car I get into, that's, you know, the first thing I do when I get in the car, I look right up at that upper left hand corner of the windshield and see if it's due for an oil change or not. Every car, I don't know what it is about why I do what I do. <laughs> yep. And so uh, we've got those two. We'll dock a, dock a minute. Uh, time if if those aren't completed and then the the last two is topping off all the rest of the fluids and making sure that uh <clears throat> excuse me making sure that all the all the other fluid capacities are topped off and then uh checking tire pressures and uh, you know adjusting or inflating to the proper uh specified pressure and so again all of those uh items i mentioned would add an additional minute to their time if they were not completed um, and then so, uh, said between, uh, and then on the multi-point inspection itself, uh, we said <clears throat> that we're gonna, we even gave them a number just to make sure, but we're going to go through and bug these vehicles. And there's going to be anywhere from three to six items on these cars that they're going to have to document on the multi-point inspection and find out, uh, you know, what's failed, but then also it's in the documentation. And we were stressing that, uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit with the students as well. Yeah, <laughs> you said it. All, yeah. all the above. I don't um, with the works. I I mean, I wonder and I question this is um, when the when customers come in and they request this or it's it's something they how much goes into it if they know how much. Oh yeah, no. The, uh, the typical it, consumer doesn't. 
yeah it's it's a it's a big service like it it takes us and and we're training of course Um, we're trying to narrow that time down but um i mean most of the time and i I know we we talked to you you and kelly that said you know 20 minutes is so 16 to 20 minutes is that that time frame for that yeah really the that portion or that time frame is maybe not so much to complete the service but to get the multi-point completed so it's in the advisor's hands so then they can update the customer on the status of what's going on and stuff and so yeah it's not the whole service within that time and really darren you hit the nail on the head uh over the conversation uh, that we had at the classroom is it's not your job for speed it's not your job to teach these student speed it's more about accuracy and what to do how to do it the proper procedure uh stuff like that you know the the speed they'll pick that up with the repetition you know uh, from that side of it so that's what we're training is is to be a hundred percent on this i don't that's our goal Mm -hmm. and if they can if they hit every point of that multi-point inspection and they hit every point of of the service then they won't miss anything yeah um, and like I said, the speed will come later, um, and, and with routine and, you know, constantly doing the same job, um, hopefully that speed will come with that experience. Yep. Yep. Very much so. <clears throat> so we've got a, a caller we're getting uh, patched through and we'll see what, uh, Matthew has to say, but, uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Again, we've talked, uh, talked to the different, uh, classes and I hope that was, yep. you know, kind oh, of an inspiration great. to them. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit more, uh, after we get the caller patched through about, uh, you know, what's in it for the students and, and what they get out of the, out of the deal for sure. So let's go to the phones and talk to Matthew. Matthew, you're on live with under the hood. Hello, how are you guys? We're doing great. That's good to hear. What have we got going on today? Or do you have a shop experience that you want to talk about? Or you got something going on with your vehicle? Or So, um, I have a quick question. I drive a, a 2007 Ford Focus ST. Okay. And uh, whenever I'm driving like highway speeds, so anything above like 55, I've noticed like a rattling in the back of the car it's like a high-pitched squeaking and it's pretty loud just not sure what exactly that would be okay and is it uh does it have to be over bumps or anything or just uh just flat going down the down the highway flat just completely flat and it's uh like a rotational noise or is it is it uh just consistent all the time or it's consistent on the highway, but I don't notice it when I'm going in town. I don't know. If yeah, so I there's would, anything to do with that? I would wonder. I mean, there's a there's a lot of different things that that it could be. I'm wondering about a you know a body panel with a wind noise, or that it has to have the the air rushing across it. Uh, I'm wondering about a wheel bearing and just the the speed of the of the of the vehicle is what's making it happen. Um, but it's got to be 55 or above. Yeah. Somewhere around that range. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of different, uh, different things that could be going on, uh, you know, for, uh, purpose of diagnostic, it's, 
pretty going to be pretty tough to to say over the phone. But uh, what I would do, I'm going to throw a diagnostic onto your package, and just for uh, calling into the show, we'll send it out with you. Be more than happy to to go for a spin with you, and you can, uh, you know, uh, we can listen to it with you and hear exactly what's going on with it, and uh, get it narrowed down from there. But we'll throw a diagnostic onto your package at no charge to you, and take a look at that thing and uh, see exactly what's what's going on with it and making that noise. The last thing you want it to be is something uh, like a wheel bearing or something. It'd be unsafe to be driving around on for sure. So that's uh, that vehicle making the noise that's its way of talking to you telling you that there's something's not right you know yeah thank you so we'll get, um yeah we'll get that diagnostic added onto your package as well and uh take a look at that thing see exactly what's going on with you so do you have a uh uh did you take shop in high school of any time any kind i have taken shop but it was I didn't have anything really exciting happen. Nothing? I mean, <laughs> nothing he wants to classes. tell, Josh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Welding classes, nothing but burnt fingers, and yeah. then uh, woodworking. Got a couple of kickbacks on the miter saw, but. But you still it. have all your fingers in that deal, so. I I do. Yeah, well, very good. And what's the, what's the worst burn you got on a welding class? Honestly, just a pretty small blister that for me other people i think had it a bit worse yeah yeah just touching sure. touching hot metal sometimes those are the best lessons well <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hot so i can yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, take a long look at it yeah <laughs> well very good we'll get that diagnostic added onto your package uh and take a look at that focus at no charge to you and uh see if we can figure out what's going on with your squeak so all right yep awesome Perfect. um Another another quick question. Okay. So um, instead of mailing that uh, coupon out, can I just come in later today and get it done? Or uh, yeah, yeah, you could uh, you could do that. Uh, when we get off the air here, I will get you a call back and we'll get it uh, we'll get it set up uh, as well. All right. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Perfect. You have a good rest of your day. Yes, sir. You too. Thanks. So yeah, welding class. I didn't even think about that. I can uh, I can remember we had uh, 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 class in Haven. I think it was Ag. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was Ag. But anyways, I I remember uh, I just walked up and there was a group of guys standing around this bench and there was some oh some metal. Uh, I think they were well metal tubing or something like that. Well, nobody. I mean, I just assumed that they had just walked over to the bench and I reached down and just picked Grabbed up the pipe it. and I was gonna jack, you know, just mess around with it or have it in my hand or whatever. And they had just got done welting on it. It was hot. Yeah, I remember that to this day, specifically. So that's a good yeah. lesson. Yeah. <laughs> you we just do don't randomly again. pick up crap, yep. especially in a, in a welding shop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do do remember that uh, for sure. So. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, kind of going back to the competition and, and where we're at and uh, what we were talking about there. But, yeah, I really do think it would be good. I hope that it was inspirational for the students to, to uh, experience that. But then in addition to when we perform this competition, so it's actually going to happen on April 20th here at uh, the dealership, mm -hmm. we're dividing the class uh, 
into two different sections. And so when the groups are actually not competing, they're going to be one-on-one shadowing our technicians. So half the day they're going to, half the class will spend at the main store. And then the second half of the day, they'll be at quick lane and then vice versa. So everybody will get the experience of main store quick lane. Uh, which I'm super excited for them to be able to just experience that yep. difference. Um, and then also just the one-on-one time with a, with a, a technician so they can ask questions. Right. It's You know, when you get in a classroom setting and stuff like that, I think it maybe some people are afraid of asking maybe the dumb question or, you know, I don't know what your experience is with that. But Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, the competition is cool, but getting to actually – get out there with some of those techs and learn and, and watch them go, I think is another invaluable lesson that they're going to, they're going to get out of that day too. And, and of course I opened it up for everybody. So the ones that are not competing, they're coming for that piece. Yeah. yeah. So um, some of them are on the fence, you know, about it. I, I know not every student that's coming through my door is going to be um, doing this for a career, but there may be one or two that this may, push it one way or the other that might and i don't know and you know i think phil's on the on the same page of this but for me it's uh, it's about identifying what somebody that is in high school or middle school the sooner they know what their passion is and where their uh where their direction is i think the I mean, that's invaluable, but the, I just hate seeing somebody go out and spend several hundreds or, you know, thousands of dollars on college. And then they get out of college, go to whatever career field it is they're looking at, and then just decide, you know, this isn't for me, you know, that's, that's too late. Uh, The the earlier we can identify that, the better off they're going to be long-term in life on everything. I agree. You know, I can spend, tell you so many situations of customer night friends, acquaintances that I've ran into that have went on to a certain career and doing as soon as they come out of college or whatever, that's not what they're doing. They're not, they didn't go for their career or whatever, for what they went to school for or whatever from that part. And I'm telling you that, uh, I, I wish we had a whole bunch of school principals and counselors and teachers listening because this is not the, what it was when I went to tech school, these trade schools or is where it's at, uh, what these kids have to offer. And it's not a downgrade because I was looked down on because I went to a Votech school back in the eighties. Uh, that's not how it is today. We got to change the, the, uh, perception of these schools for these kids. It, absolutely. I, and I think that well, we're starting to see a trend with that. Um, especially in the last decade or so, um, that, students are seeing the value of um i guess the the career tech area and and knowing that there's a lot of opportunity out there as far as um you know doing something that you love and getting paid to do it and besides just going to that the traditional four-year school and and going into this huge amount of like you said college yeah. debt and um and i'm not saying that's a bad thing i know that i got students that will do that I know that's it sounds bad coming from this point, but um there there are some students that are gonna be successful that route too. Sure. Yeah. I just I think like Phil was saying back in the you know in those in those days, I'm not gonna say early days, Phil, but that's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> those early days that was like, well, if you can't do college, you gotta do this. But 
I think now it's it's everybody has this opportunity. It's a it's an opportunity for all of them, not just like oh you can do this, but um, which is something that we're seeing that trend change and most recently especially so and for for me i guess it's more about just identifying whatever that is yep. it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter yeah what if you want to be a doctor if you want to be a you know a technician if you want to whatever it is but just this the quickest point to get from a to b that's what it's about and not yep. you know the wandering side of it and so <clears throat> excuse me that's where i think it's it's huge to be able to get these students out here and in the yeah. field for a day you know or you know or to be a, a part of this competition to be you know i really don't think this is for me or right. man I, this is really intriguing and and grow that thirst to to want right. to learn more about it and and be a part of it or identify early that now nah, this, this isn't for me and right. I'm, I'm going the other way you know um, you know and greg murray just put up here too about how there's a lot of teachers that have a lot of support for career technical training and greg i know there is and I, we just need a lot more to keep moving that direction and that sort of thing too so appreciate that too hey how about josh how about rex's comment there on the zip tied? there's another guy that got zip tied to a pole in a in the shop and so what i'm thinking is because he didn't call in i think it might have been him that got zip tied to it because he didn't want to, he didn't want he to call in that yeah, explain how that happened so maybe it was maybe it wasn't i don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not throwing accusations out there yeah. <laughs> so, uh, too so funny I'll, so what's your what's your votech story or uh trade school story there phil you talking to me yeah oh i have none i was i was just the, no, i got a lot <laughs> <laughs> so i will tell you uh one of the one that i remember i mean i got a lot too but one i remember uh very vividly and i can assure you just about everybody in the the class would too uh went to uh you know as part of high school if you had decent grades you could the second mm -hmm. half go go to a uh a technical uh college and i obviously did automotive and uh went up there and so had the instructor it was uh towards the towards the end of the senior year but i had bought a motorcycle and it mm -hmm. was a I don't know. It was like a 84 Honda shadow or something. And it was, it was rough. It was a decent bike, but it was rough. And I pulled it up in there and I was working on it one day. And, uh, the instructor said, man, it has been forever since I've rode a motorcycle. And he's, he's, I said, well, go, go ride it. I don't care. Right. And so he took it out and he rode it and he was gone for a little while and he left the, left the class. I, probably, I don't know. I think the <laughs> statue of limitations has run out on that part, but anyways, left the class. Well, he come back and he pulled the, pulled up. It was a pretty steep incline for the slope of the garage, but so he pulled up in the shop. And then when he pulled it in the shop, hit that uh, just real smooth oh, concrete mm -hmm. and grab that front brake and laid it over right in front of the whole class. And I don't, I can't imagine still this day that he's probably lived that down. I'm sure that went from class to class to class on how that happened. But yeah, he, I know for a fact, didn't live it down with, with our class or group, but it was, uh, it was funny. Didn't, you know, didn't hurt the bike and, but boy, his pride, I know had to hurt pretty bad. So, I bet. Okay, uh, now Rex says there's some shorter fellow we know, Josh. I wonder who that is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have some ideas on that one too. Do you? Yeah, I do. There you go. Okay. So yeah, that was uh that was one of my stories, uh, you know, from from Votech as well. But I mean, I just uh I remember getting a part of uh and 
you know, for me, it's, it's all about the, the atmosphere and what gets people involved uh, in this. And, you know, I think a lot of times, or it was back in my day is just the desire to like racing or go faster mm -hmm. or souped up cars or, you know, is, is what gets a lot of uh, people into this yep. industry, you know? Um, and so I don't know, you've got a, a program going on down there. What, what do you got going on there to, to help encourage these kids into this? Uh, from, from aside from the traditional type of stuff we have a um, we built an enduro car in the in the shop so um, we had a, a couple of um, acquaintances that we knew had had built one and it they banged it up pretty good and they asked if we would um, take it apart you know and I was like yeah that'd be great for us bring it in we'll we'll check it out and you could just see the kids like go right to this thing and i was like wow this is pretty cool i mean kids you wouldn't i was you know thinking oh, there's, there's no way this is gonna work for them you know and yeah. the next thing you know they're like oh this is gonna be it so it was that spark you know yeah. it was that thing that that got a few interested so i went we got to get a car and um a buddy of mine he's he's also a security guard there um I mentioned it to him and then from there it was over it was like just, all right we got to get a car we got it because he was an old racer too and kind of pulled him out of retirement and took like, off like yeah. wildfire so we built a, a crazy cruiser um out of a 1989 ford ltd <laughs> and put a built a and just a, a windsor we had laying around and threw in there and and so explain what a crazy cruiser is. So a crazy cruiser, because racing's not hard enough um, or challenging enough. So so it has two drivers. We got a gas person that runs a gas pedal, and then the person that runs the steering wheel and the brake. That's awesome. So the question is, and I, this I'll put we can put this out there to the viewers too. Would you prefer gas or steering? <laughs> you want the gas and brake, or you want the steering? Mm -hmm. I want the gas. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I can tell you for a fact that I'm going to put that steering guy in a bind, <laughs> and he's going to figure it out. So what's yep. your what are you? Are you I'm the gas? Are you so, the gas? Yeah, yeah. It, by the time the because an enduro race is like 150 laps, Dang. so so yeah. this car's got to hold up, and and we try to keep it out of you know out of the wall and out of the other cars and they're trying to keep it up but it's really a survival of of the finish and there's we get a little rowdy you know and I'm, I'll, he'll be like telling me to stop you know it's like, <laughs> stop stop and and we communicate that way sometimes it's a it's a hand to the chest that's like <laughs> you gotta stop but um it's fun it's a yeah. blast and the kids get to see um the start and finish of a product yeah and i think that was the bigger thing and it's no rush on it you know they only have a couple of those races a year so we got like six months span between each race and we tear it up cool. yeah so once it's done and 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 really one race is almost a season for most race cars because it's 150 laps. laps yeah you know by that time i would assume that the the two drivers are getting probably pretty in sync by the end of the deal as and far as what you would think we, maybe i don't know we do um the last race was just a couple weeks ago and and we did okay i mean it was um I think there was like 30, 35 cars and, and we took ninth. We finished. That was our goal. We didn't want to 
tear it up too bad, but just wanted to get to the finish line. And we did. We finished all 100. We got 141 laps out of 150. So I think we call that a success. Yes, that's a win. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And what happened at the 141st lap? um well barely made it across the the line it was running on like six cylinders by that time oh but yeah yeah just it, it rolled on the trailer it didn't have to pop any tires well that's it, a it, yeah if, if a, you can drive it on the trailer yeah, at the end of that deal you're doing pretty good didn't have to have the tractor push it up on the trailer so that was uh it was easy to get in and out yep you think you're a gas pedal guy though phil no doubt yeah <laughs> just leave no it out leave it to the steering guy to figure it out <laughs> hey darren i'll throw another loop in this little story here too if you okay. want if we got some students that are really interested that's why i'm sitting out here in hayes i'm out here at the hayes dirt track uh mm -hmm. with our a mod and stuff so if you've got some guys because i'm telling i'm always looking for guys that want to help us on the car or whatever if they want to come to a race or they want to come be on the pit crew or they just want to come watch in the pits or whatever i'd entice them invite yep. them anytime they want to come and get involved or whatever i can always put a little uh duties in their hands or something like that too that's awesome yeah that that's another piece of of our little teams that get to be in the pit and that's oh a, yeah that's a i don't know the icing on the cake you know they're part of that that whole pit crew thing you know and like like i said sometimes they have a lot of work sometimes they don't and hopefully they don't because it's, it's it's it can get beat up pretty bad out there but yeah i i think to have a even um fill for those those a mods and and stuff gosh that's a that would be a big deal for them too to see the big the big boys go for sure just yeah, the, those, those cars make yeah. and everything else yep absolutely so what's uh what's your story about shop class um not to put you on the spot or anything i don't i don't i mean our shop so where do you did you did you take an automotive i class? was small yeah small town where at uh, pratt oh okay yeah. went to yeah. pratt went to pratt um and uh one of my instructors is still out there you know and and um making that program still as good as it was and we did have high school and then we kind of transitioned to that the college piece as well so we could go out there and i think that was kind of the whole point is getting out there getting away from school but um i don't know i don't know i have any like special stories yeah. that i can remember i I know i made a lot of friends in the, those classes that some of them you know as you still talk to today and that yeah. i probably would have never met them without being without in those otherwise those same doing interest that. classes yeah um but a lot of cool stuff i remember building like these little co2 race cars and yeah, that was like in middle school i think even um but that was everybody was like taking the little files and trying to get the little edge on their car you know <laughs> people were like weighing the wood blocks out and trying to get the lightest one i mean that it was i think that was like the spark I again think. just uh how to make it faster yeah you know? and and that wasn't like i said eighth grade and these things were wood cars and what nothing but man we were going all out even then so, so i think they well they always say racing wasn't a thing until the second car was invented yeah <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> and then it uh then it took off from there for sure so you know i will say <clears throat> that uh uh for all instructors or teachers from that side of thing i mean it definitely takes a, a special person to to be able to do that uh you know i think i could teach one class 
I don't think I could do it year <laughs> after year, day in and day out. And when I say that, like just being able to to start back over every time, right? You know, uh, that that definitely is uh, takes a special person to be able to do that. And then also, when you have a class of twenty, uh, not everybody's on the same you know, on the same field. Uh, not everybody has the, the same knowledge or picks things up the, the same. And I, I would think that that would be amplified, especially when you get into automotive. You it's know? the skill. Yeah. Is at the top of the scale and down here. And I try to pair those, those two up yeah. and, and team them up and hopefully they'll learn a little bit from those. And, and that's kind of my method to that madness basically makes it easier to let the kids kind of take over and and teach the ones that may not know as much as the next one have, have got you know have and it's for what i see is more sometimes it's not necessarily about just going over the material but it's just uh exposure to it yep. you know exposure and length of time and s some people get it right off and some people it takes a, a little longer to, yep. to do and you know um <clears throat> i'm on uh the advisory board for uh, a couple of different uh well you guys as well but mm -hmm. you know uh, pretty much at any of those uh, meetings i'm always talking about electrical you know yep. you can never have enough knowledge on the electrical side of things just with the way these vehicles are heading and all the different modules and communications and it it transfers to so many other realms of diagnosis <clears throat> But if you if you do not have a good understanding of a, an electrical diagram or system, uh, you know it, it just becomes so much more complicated, uh, for sure. Right. Yeah, we spend a lot of time on electrical all throughout every single level, um, just to get them exposed to that that piece because it's it's a little bit daunting and scary to some people, you know, because they've always been said, "Hey, this is this is hard. This is real hard." But try to make it as simple as I can and. Um, at least get them, you know, used to it. And then maybe it won't be as bad yeah. um, when they actually have to perform that task or, or do that. So it just, just getting them used to it is, is one of the big pieces of it. And then from there, they're like, oh, well, this, this isn't so bad. And then hopefully it continues to get, they, they want to do more of it. Um, Become more and more interested. Yeah, in it and more be a little more, more receptive to yep. learning it for sure. So the uh, uh, ACE program that Ford provides to you, as far as, uh, you know, I've gone into a lot of these uh, high school automotive classes or vo vocational classes and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's sad, but a lot of times you see really older, older equipment as the as you guys yeah. So, uh, I think that's been a huge improvement, but the, how much value, I guess, is this ACE program and the, the web-based training that's, that's new, I guess, you know, the latest as out there played an impact in, in what you're doing with the students. It, to put industry relevancy to it is, is huge. Everything that we're doing is, is trying to mimic or get them prepared for that industry piece. So to have an industry a, a national, I mean, world-renowned, um, like Ford, come in and say, "Hey, th this is we're going to open this up to the high schools." It was a big deal because we kind of did it, um, you know, in the in the college realm. But to go down to that level is 
it's invaluable. Yeah. We can't we can't say enough the, of how much it's helped us out. And we did we got a couple cars from you guys um, through that program um, to work on those newer late model vehicles and getting used to um, yeah just seeing how things are are similar to the older stuff and how much different it is um with with the newer stuff um so again it's it's all about trying to get them a little bit of this um so they're not as overwhelmed and and they you know they come in with some preconceptions of uh, how difficult this stuff is but they can also take it in baby steps and kind of learn it and then say hey this isn't so bad maybe maybe that i can do this stuff so and that's that's what the ford thing has really opened up with the certifications and stuff and like oh yeah i can i can do this and um it's online and and they can get those in, in, in their tangible certifications yeah that it actually boosts them if they were to make a transition into yeah. the industry i mean that's the same certifications that they would be taking if they I, were employed with us and i make a point of that because i'm like man when when i was out there um I had to do this at home yeah. or in the back room in the computer, you know, the lone <laughs> computer in the back room in the shop and um, had to do this on my own time. And you guys are getting these things opened up. It's the same. It, Josh, it's the same narrative. You know, it's the yep. same voice that we heard back <laughs> then. I'm like, oh, my gosh. The first time I opened one up, I'm like, I recognize that voice. I don't know. But it it's all that same stuff that we did um coming into this this world and it's pretty cool to have them have that same opportunity as a high school student i try to emphasize that you know it's coming from me that they yeah. see every day but come, having you and kelly come out um was you know that just reiterates it even more to see it hear it from somebody else he's not just me. telling us that he wants us to do this <laughs> <laughs> right Hey, we're going to go back to the phones and talk to Jordan. Jordan, you're on live with Under the Hood. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing today? Man, I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? I'm good. Hey, did you get those gloves back to Brandon? You know, uh, I think so. I Let me say this. I delegated that. Okay, because I was hoping you got them back before he noticed. Uh, he and noticed, I got yeah. My- he, he noticed. Oh, you let me down. You <laughs> let me down. What did so, he notice? What happened to the gloves, Jordan? I, nothing. I just, I left them over at the detail shop and I forgot to put them back in the kitchen. And those are his, you know, his gloves so he doesn't burn his hands. So they're kind of important. I don't, this morning I um, seen him. But, he was walking around with a big old ace bandage on his hand. I don't know something <laughs> about burning himself. The important, thing is, <laughs> the important thing is we need to move past. We need to just move past oh. it. He's got his gloves on. <clears throat> I think we need more details so, here is what I think. Uh, that's the details. I left the gloves at the auto shop. I was too mesmerized by the McLarens and the Lamborghinis, but <laughs> I, I forgot my gloves. I'd like to know so, why you had Brandon's uh, gloves. So I didn't burn my hands. They're like big, giant oven gloves. They're like these huge. It's, it's a long story. Either way, I, that's not what we're getting. We're getting kind of. We're getting off off target here. I don't think we are. You started the conversation, so we're just trying to get all the details. Hey, Jordan, do you? The have details your... are. I'm... Go ahead. The details are. I borrowed the gloves. I forgot to take them back. My fault. That's the de- That's all the details. That's all of them. So, hey, uh, do you have an auto? Uh, you have a shop class story? 
You are no. the best. last story. Um, I, I don't have a sh- I mean, I, I've probably got a hundred shop class stories, but um, I, I was more calling about the cruiser aspect of things. Yes. Um, because I do have some experience with that. And so are you a gas, gas and brake guy or are you the steering guy? I was both. I was the steering guy and I reached over and I grabbed his leg <laughs> and I shoved it to the floor and operated the gas too because I, I couldn't, you know, I had to micromanage that. I couldn't, I couldn't let him be in charge of the gas. It was a bad deal. We crashed. Somehow but, I think you were in a dream. <laughs> No, no, this actually happened. Ask Nick Ballman. Ask Nick Ballman. Was Nick your so, gas guy? No, Nick kind of brokered the deal. It's a lot. Like it's, a, it's, it was, it's, it's quite the deal. Let me tell you that. So, and as someone that's raced a sprint car and a modified and some of the like top level dirt track cars, the scariest thing I have ever driven is that cruiser. Because <laughs> I will tell you this. You're going faster than you think. Yeah. Stuff is falling off of it all the time. There's like engine heat coming through the firewall. The guys that you race against, they're, they're not afraid to die. I mean, they're like insane. It's like I said, I would take a sprint car or a modified over that thing any day of the week. It was terrifying. So, and then we so what is the, what is the, <clears throat> I guess the name of the class when you got a driver? Cruisers. Right? Okay, so yeah, uh, every cruiser, cruiser is, yeah. okay, crazy cruisers. So I think, and there may be a series for this already, there needs to be a husband and wife series of uh, that. <laughs> How would that work out, Phil? Very in there with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. I'm just saying it wouldn't go very good <laughs> my way either. Okay, in that situation, would you want to be the, yeah, you'd still want to be the gas guy, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'd have to be gas guy. <laughs> husband and wife I series. Would you want to be the gas guy or the brake guy, or the steering guy? I I, I know I'd, I'd want my wife I'm, to be the gasser. She's got that thing paid all the oh, time really? on a regular car, so we never know. We might. Yeah, we wouldn't be going anywhere if Lisa was a gasser. <laughs> I want to be the not divorced guy. Not divorced so whichever, guy. Uh, whichever one she wants to do, just that's fine, honey. You, yeah. that's you. It's all you. Gotcha. So, so I feel like Phil and Mary walked back in the house and the golden retrievers cover their eyes with a paw because they knew they were about to fight. (laughs) They just put the paw right over there. (laughs) So what ended your career as a cruiser driver? The wall. Oh, the wall. (laughs) (laughs) We hit the wall hard and it hurt. We were going the opposite way too. They flip a coin. They don't always turn left. They flip a coin and decide which way they're going. And this time we were turning right, which put me closer to the wall. So I was the first one to hit it. And I had my hand on my gasser's leg, full throttle in it. And we hit the wall. And that was the end of my cruiser racing career. It was one night. And and that was it. That was all. Ask Nick Ballman. He'll tell you the whole story. <laughs> It's fun. Yeah. I could I could see it definitely be uh being very interesting for sure. So that's awesome. Yeah, but, uh, and those things, there's there's not much crumple. There's not much crumple. They're like old cars. Like I mean that's steel. It's steel to concrete hitting that wall. There's not there's, a <laughs> it's not a safer 
superior. Like it hurts. Yeah, you're soaking up all that energy for sure. There's nothing there that that's crumbling up. For, yeah, and it goes right to you, especially in them older cars. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and of course they're not. They're welded up, and yeah, you got to at least make them last. You're so, the suspension. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're uh, again stocko cars, just trying to make them hold up. Well, I think your wife might be calling you out here, Darren. I'm assuming that's her, but uh, she put on here that she wanted to be the person steering. So, oh, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm assuming yeah, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you told her that uh, you told her, or you said gas, but she's calling you out and said, she "Nope, she's driving." Steer. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can good. already. She'd need a mic to well, tell guys, me what to do for sure. <laughs> Well, guys, I got a customer walking up to my window. I hate to cut this short on you, but I do got to go. But hey. it's been a great, great talking to you. I hope you guys have a great Saturday. Thanks for the call, Jordan. Bye. Which uh, Jordan was at our uh, grand opening. Phil, if you want to kind of talk about it a little bit, I can maybe pull up some pictures here. Uh, if I can, uh, if I can do this without deleting us, we'll see if that works. Yeah, we had uh, we opened up our new building, the Mel Hamilton Auto Spa, the new detail building and stuff. We had a, invited the people at uh, the dealership and also the contractors to help us build a building and everything. And uh, so we had a good time over there with that on uh, last uh, Thursday night. So and uh, Jordan came and cooked for us from that part. And uh, not sure what picture that was there, Josh. But it was uh, yeah, one of those model. Uh, Oh, one of the model cars. Okay, yeah. yeah. Model cars. So this was, uh, yeah, talk about this Mercury here for a little bit. Yeah, that's a 79 Mercury Capri uh, with a four-cylinder turbo. Uh, you know, it's kind of based off the Mustang kind of a situation with the Mercury side of that, too. And that's like the guy said, you know, you take the four-cylinder EcoBoost we got today back in 79. That is kind of what they introduced is what the EcoBoost is today. Uh, a lot of different technology there in those two cars and everything else, too. But uh, pretty cool little car we had there. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, a, a good event and stuff. Just uh, ex- sure. excited with the detail shop's going to take us to and everything else. And uh, one of our last things we had, ooh, back there in the back, that light blue car, there's our Ford GT that yeah, we delivered right. in, in 18. And uh, Brian Petty was great to bring that car out and spend the evening with us and stuff too. And good to see that car again mm-hmm. uh, from that part. So, it was, uh, I don't know, hearing that thing leave and go and uh well just all of them really it was uh it was super exciting for sure but yeah had a had a really good night uh uh for that grand opening had quite a few people people come out and join us for that as well so had a lot of fun Uh uh-oh rex has got a comment for you there i think that's specifically for you we'll get that uh posted up here yeah rex a nice try but that's okay (laughs) <laughs> that was a. If you want to look closely there, there's two maroon cars sitting there together. Pull that one back up, Josh. All right, we'll, we'll go back to that here, and uh, from that part. So you get that one pulled back up. Yeah, Rex, if that's what you're talking about, that one on the right, that's a wannabe to that car on the left, uh, <laughs> is what that is. So just in case you're not checking there too for uh, from that part. So <clears throat> anyway, so that's my GT500 over there, and that's Calvin, one of our D our managers of the detail shop that's his camaro uh we put them both in there together to kind of show the difference between the ford and chevys and stuff like that gotta have some good friendly competition right guys all the time yep (laughs) (laughs) hey so did we get through everything on the competition and everything else too we kind of got all over the place and everything where 
Yeah, that's what we forgot to talk about what what, what we're giving away or why they're doing it. So yeah, the icing on the cake, yeah. right? So, so uh, we've got uh, a couple of different tool sets or a couple of different levels of tool sets. You know, if they're going to be in this industry or whether they get into the industry or not, uh, years down the road, they're still going to need tools. Yep. So uh, we've got uh, some starter tool sets for first and second place, and then we're going to give away some uh, food gift cards for third, and then I think uh, some quick trip gift gas cards for uh fourth place uh and that's for so it's going to be teams of two um uh, each of them doing them but then uh at the end of the day we're going to get everybody back together you know to recap the the event the competition uh how that went down and then also uh just the shadowing of the the different technicians and all that stuff uh but then uh as well we're going to have another bonus to it is that uh, on the timed event, we're going to have two of our guys do the works competition. And if uh, there's going to be $250 to each person on the team for the winner of that. So if your guys beat our guys, uh, they got an additional 250 bucks or our guys will get $250 for that as well. Uh, so just for them to be able to see, uh, you know, see, how we do it or how it's done uh after multiple multiple times as well so hope they're able to pick something up off of that as well yeah so, uh but yeah it's gonna be be a lot of fun uh really excited uh to get those guys out here and just be able to experience uh experience, experience what we do for the day uh, for sure yeah what'd you say the day april 20th yep april 20th is uh gonna be the day that we're we're gonna be doing all this so it's gonna they're they're gonna start us they'll be here about uh 8 30 i think mm -hmm. and then we'll start the first uh the first group at nine uh from there so okay gonna be a fun day can't wait to see who the winners are and uh i'm sure there won't be any uh hacking or anything right <laughs> so we've uh already got a little bit uh competition going between the two classes on uh yeah maybe called class and the other class said they were going to beat him even though they didn't you know i don't know i was just trying to stir the pot over there as much as i could so <laughs> i don't know if that worked or not uh, long term so yeah so anyway it's going to be fun we exciting. appreciate Can't you guys the April yeah no go ahead sorry dinner i gotta yeah we appreciate your partnership too Darren. very no, much I'm a, just want to say thank you yep both of you and all of you here at mel we we really appreciate the support and and the partnership that we have well yeah, it'll it'll be a time. lot of fun a lot of excitement uh from that side and again just uh trying to get these people uh the youth into into the industry and decide hey this is what i want to do or not and mm -hmm. accelerate that accelerate that side of things and i think that'll help you in the Absolutely. long run run too so i uh, appreciate you coming and hanging out with us for the hour it's been been a lot of fun yeah hearing, hearing the different Always. stories and thanks for all the listeners and callers uh from that side as well so yeah, Phil, Josh, got one comment I want to comment on too. Just come in by Joe, uh, waiting on inflation to go back down so he can buy his new truck. Joe, I understand what you're saying. Agree with you 100%. And uh, we're starting to see some F-150s on the ground finally from that part. So things are turning around. We got, uh, my opinion is we got another full year of this situation for this inventory levels get situated. And that's what it is. Once the inventory levels come back, then uh, I think you'll see inflation drop quite a bit from that standpoint too. So Hang in there tight, Joe, or come out and check out some of the new F-150s we got on the ground already. Uh, might be surprised what we can do for you. There you go. 
Well, guys, I appreciate you hanging out. Phil, good luck this evening. Uh, keep me posted and uh, let us know how, how things work out there. So I will. Hope that, hey, hope the wind has died down out here so we don't end a windstorm like we've been out here the last couple last day, too. So we'll see what cool. happens tonight. Very good. Darren, thanks for uh, hanging out. And, guys, we'll uh, talk to you later. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.